0: Welcome
1: to Yak Radio, the radio show that's about, well, who knows? It's a different topic every week, but Yak Radio is always full of information to help you and your family get through life. Now here's your Yak Radio host, Dave Stahl. All right, folks, welcome to Yak Radio with
2: Dave Stahl. This hour is sponsored by Southwest Point of Sale. If you have a business, liquor store, grocery store, convenience store and you're having trouble getting cashiers well do like the big boys do go with that uh, self-checkout system southwest point of sale can come out to your location take a look at it and if it fits their program and fits yours as well you'll be all set up you get seven days a week 24 hours a day service 800-540-2149 talk to the crew tell them you heard it right here on kcbq and move into the 21st century also, San Diego Propane, if you live out in East County, where I do, Dave and his family service just the East County, and they do a phenomenal job on pricing, service, and mainly service and education. They'll come to your home. They'll go through the whole house. They'll give you tips on what you need to do, and they'll give you a rate you can't beat. Go to sd-propane.com or call at 619-460-1705. And if you're looking for a repair shop, Napa Auto Care is the way to go. ASC certified, Master Techs, AAA approved most of them. Well, West Escondido Auto and Trans has four locations all over the county. Go to westautomotivegroup.com. All right, I got a very, very special guest in the house. i got Chad Baer. And Chad, how are you today? Good, how are you doing, Dave? And you are with?
1: Steve Sachs are my advisor.
2: Okay, and what school do you belong to?
1: The University of San Diego in the Torero Racing Team. Yeah,
2: you were on KUSI a little while back, which I was very impressed with not only the car, but the the mission statement. Uh, You're actually teaching kids how to work with their hands, which is kind of a few and far between mentality. So tell us a little bit about, uh, first off, talk about the program.
1: So the Society of Automotive Engineers does a Collegiate Design Series competition. So the Collegiate Design Series competition basically consists of an auto drive, aero design, Clean Snowmobile Challenge, Formula SAE, Formula Electric, Baja SAE, and Super Mileage. So at the University of San Diego, we participate in the Baja SAE program. So the SAE program at the University of San Diego uh, started up in about 2015. So the SAE challenge is engineering students to design and build an off-road vehicle that will survive the severe punishment of rough terrain and in some competitions, water. As in real-world situations, these future engineers work together as a team to discover and resolve technical challenges in design, test, and manufacturing, as well as business issues. The most rugged of all competitions, the Baja SAE also gives students the first-hand challenge of pursuing their passion while managing real-life demands and priorities. Each team's goal is to design and build a prototype of an all-weather, rugged, single-seat, off-road recreational vehicle intended to, for sale to the non-professional weekend off-road enthusiast, and this year the requirement was to be four-wheel drive.
2: Oh, it had to be not oh four-wheel drive. Okay, I didn't. I didn't realize that was a four-wheel drive. Uh, who in school? I mean, can anybody in school sign up for this program, or is there a waiting list or a prerequisite?
1: So there's no prerequisite or waiting list. So right now, the way the program is run is it's run through the capstone design program. So seniors at the university can participate in this program for their capstone project.
2: Gotcha. So all they have to do is contact their counselor,
1: Steve Sachs. Steve Saxer is hi, Steve. The advisor. Hi. <laughs> you're the advisor.
0: <laughs> I am. I am the staff advisor for the Baja team. Yes. So how long have you been doing this? Uh, this would be my seventh year uh, wow. starting here next month. But it was pretty exciting the first year. Uh, it was. I actually you had no idea what you're doing. <laughs> we we had no idea. Um, we actually loaded the car into the trailer uh, two a.m the morning of the competition. Oh,
2: all the race teams say that. Have you ever watched it on TV? Oh, we've only got five hours, but we got 20 hours of work. and Or better yet, I do a lot of first robotics. And these kids, uh, towards the end, they're up all night long, pounding pizza till it's coming out of their ears. But I think, wouldn't you have to admit, since you've been doing it for seven years, you've probably had some kids go on to do some phenomenal things within the engineering and automotive world.
0: Uh, absolutely. Um, we have former students that work for uh, Fox Shocks, uh, Bilstein, Yeah, uh, Vilda Solar Racing uh, as part of their off-road team. Um, Just all over the place. All, all over the place. Uh, and well, it's a it- good resume. It's a good.
2: It's a good resume if you go to the car manufacturers because they all build trucks. They all do off-road, uh, and, and 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 the fact that with the technology that you had to utilize. You know, hands-on is probably one of the best training tools out there.
0: Absolutely, and that's what I do at the university. I'm the mechanical engineering lab manager. Uh, I run their machine shops and and um, instruct that class. Right. Age limit? Uh, no, as you can see from Chad here. Um, <laughs> oh, that's so messed up, but true. Anyway, <laughs> as long as you're a student, you can participate in the competition. Hey,
1: man, aren't you retired? I am, and, and I was actually one of four veterans on the team this year. So Just you know, can't get
2: away from it, you know. can you? Will they let you drive it?
1: I did drive it. Yes. Oh, that's oh, yeah. why he stayed. <laughs> I see
2: how that goes. Well, and, and and the thing of it is, it's it's every year this program is different,
1: right? It's different in the sense that the rules change slightly. Right. And for example, you know the four wheel drive requirement coming out. Um, that's a new change to the program. Did that
2: surprise you a little bit?
1: No, uh, we were given a heads-up that it was going to be a requirement. Okay, Um, They actually postponed the requirement because of COVID. So it was supposed to be optional last year, mandatory this year. Gotcha. Then they made it optional this year, mandatory next year. And then they just came out and said next year is also optional. But they give you bonus points. If you
2: do go four-wheel drive. Now, do you have to build your own four-wheel drive system, or can you use like a Suzuki Samurai system and just incorporate it into the build?
1: So you can use off-the-shelf parts so commercially available parts you can also design your own so you're going to get you know more points for design if you you do your own rather than fabric you know finagle something that's already available that's Um, like
2: i said an old suzuki samurai four-by system i'm just thinking it's small compact because the cars that you guys build are not that big
1: no, they're not, and it's just a single-seater. I think ours weighed, what, about 600 pounds, roughly? Yeah, you
2: lifted it in the back of your truck. I yeah, mean, I was, you know, I was pretty impressed. I'm kind of strong, you know. Yeah, no, you're, <laughs> you're, you're retired, but you're still strong. Yeah. Um, so, so you kind of get the rules and regulations and just buy parts, material to build the chassis and what have you, and then you just start piecing it together. Do you have a, a game plan? Do you guys you know, plan it all out first, what you're going to do?
1: Right. So the first thing we do is just kind of sit down and and talk about what kind of design do we want to go with. And, you know, you have a a front braced and a a rear braced frame design are the two different options. And there's Mm. a lot of leeway and how exactly that frame is going to be laid out as far as dimensions go. There are some limitations, but, you know, and then how you want to incorporate all these subsystems. So your brakes, your steering, your four-wheel drive components, your suspension. Right. So the first semester of our uh, program we spend basically doing all the design work so there's you know solid works and cad drawings that are, are mm-hmm. happening and we're integrating systems together and figuring out you know all the different dimensions and you know seat position for the rider you've got to have so much clearance over the helmet so much clearance on each side of the the driver so that way they're not impacting the frame
2: what about powertrain
1: so the powertrain everyone has to use a Vanguard model 19 Briggs and Stratton 10 horsepower engine that's got about 14 and a half foot pounds of torque.
2: sounds like a har- harbor freight motor, so it of sounds like
1: yeah, I think Bill from Gaged was saying that it's a cement mixer motor that that they use.
2: there you go well, it's dependable, it lasts a long time, and that's just one area you don't have to deal with
1: exactly other then, than
2: getting that connected to a transmission to get that to connect to the tires, which connects to the ground so right. it's nothing difficult.
1: You'd be surprised; it is actually pretty difficult. I know. I was being I was
2: being facetious because I mean it'd be different if you could just go buy a chassis, you know, and then just put a body on it. But oh no,
0: we're not going to be. It's your fault, Steve. It is my fault, actually. The rules specifically prohibit you from getting a kit frame of any type see see i knew it was his fault
2: (laughs) all right hey let's take a quick break we come back a whole lot more with chad and steve on yak radio with dave stall fm 961 am 1170 the answer all right folks welcome back you're listening to yak radio with dave stall we're talking with uh, chad bear and steve saxer and they are from so i don't mess this up University of San Diego, and they're with the SAE program. But first off, South Bay Auto House, three ten Trousdale Street. If you got a uh, Mercedes Benz and you need some help with your car, boy, you can't beat these guys. Twenty five years of service, they ser- a service sale and repair, all mer- all forms of Mercedes Benz. I gotta tell you, there's about a two week waiting list. But if you want it done right, you can't get it any better than that. They have all the special Mercedes-Benz tools. They have a contact with Mercedes-Benz. Most of the technicians, if not all of them, have come from Mercedes or they've trained them internally. I tell you what, South Bay Auto House. Check these guys out. And when you do, make sure you tell them you heard it right here on KCBQ. Oh, also Bumper Docs and T scratches, dings, and dents. Don't take your lease vehicle back without getting it gone through Bumper Dock. They can save you a ton of money. Go to c dot right, so, Chad, uh, basically, so the first semester is kind of, you know, planning it out. Then you jump into actual construction. Correct. What's the time frame usually on that?
1: Um, well, so you've got winter break that kind of kills things between first and second semester. Oh, so yeah. the goal is to get work done during then, but from the history doesn't look like much has happened uh, over the years yeah. but uh, our goal this year was to have a operational buggy by the beginning of march we still didn't even have a complete frame by the beginning of march Oop. so we were still working up until we got into arizona uh, for the competition on finishing the wiring and the body work on right. our vehicle
2: and you didn't have much body work from what i
1: no, just a couple panels, but, yeah. we, you know, wrap up with the details on them. Correct. Yeah,
2: for advertisers. Which, again, brings up another point. You know, anybody and everybody can participate. I don't know if you reach out to the alumni of the school, the engineering department. I mean, I'd be hounding them. I'd be all over them. I'd say, come on, dude, you went through school. Come on, throw me some money. You know, we gave you all this great education. You got this great company. Come on, help out. Because that's, that's what, what makes it work, right? Yeah. And then you have private uh, uh, entities, too, that, you know, that if they maybe just happen to be into off-roading or maybe they're into engineering, uh, whatever the case may be. I mean, they always have an opportunity to sponsor the program because it's all about giving back. You know, that's the
1: way I look at it. Absolutely. How
2: do they do that? Who, how do they contact you?
1: So at the, during the first semester, I actually sent out some emails to all the alum that we had on file for participating in the Baja program. Uh, elisa Lurkis, who handled a lot of our reach out Mm -hmm. uh, reached out to some of the previous sponsors from the years you know years past Mm -hmm. uh for financial benefit and we were all basically scouring local companies and you know just looking for not just companies that could sponsor us but even companies that had material that we needed for our buggy oh yeah so there was a lot of a lot of reach out for that and you know not just oh hey give us money but you know, discounts or even donate material.
2: Sure, sure. Yeah, like chassis material, steering systems, wheels, tires, seats. You know, a lot of people don't realize what it takes to do this. But I bet you it, it definitely gives you a new appreciation on people or car manufacturers that build cars.
1: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> the supply chain for them is just ridiculous. It's totally
2: ridiculous. And I, I was at a plant in uh, Smyrna, Tennessee, and watched a roll of steel Turn into a Volkswagen in less than an hour. You know, I mean, it was like, whoa. I mean, but, and, and those could be the future coming out of your school. And, and kind of explain why do you even do this? So, so kids that are listening, tell them what's the purpose of this class and, and what does it teach them?
1: So the, the Capstone design, uh, mm-hmm. design project itself is something all the engineering students do. So for mechanical engineers and even electrical engineers participating in the collegiate design series puts you in touch with all the manufacturers in current technology. So the Society of Automotive Engineers is a giant resource of information available mm-hmm. that we can tap into as you know, members of this program and, right. and members of the SAE International itself. Gotcha. So if you have a desire to be involved in power sports, automotive, you know, aerospace, any of that, this mm-hmm. is kind of the avenue to get you there. Right. It's a
2: stepping stone. Absolutely. Because without it, it's going to be a much tougher trail, and it'll kind of give you some basis as to what you're getting yourself into, right? Correct. And that's where you come in, Steve, right?
0: Correct. And unlike some of the other capstone projects, in the SAE, there is an absolute deadline in which you have to have a vehicle that works. Mm -hmm. A lot of capstone projects are just theoretical and a lot of teams never get past just a prototype sure but for the sae baja you have to get a car that runs to go to competition
2: right so now you had a car what happens to that car now is that just going to get scrapped or are you going to use it for next year <laughs> he's smiling
1: <laughs> funny you should ask because i actually cut up the last what? three year uh, three vehicles that were used in competition and scrapped that uh you know went through everything and kept what could be reused oh sure, sure but a majority of it was scrapped. um our vehicle will probably be partially scrapped uh, <clears throat> although it does have a fully functional four-wheel drive system which you know that's new technology to us in the program so that will definitely be something that's reutilized
2: yeah yeah you just and probably the tires and wheels right unless you unless you destroy those which it doesn't sound like you did no so let's talk a little bit about the competition how many how many vehicles were in your division
1: so, originally, there was 35 signed up. I believe somewhere between 26 and 31 showed up.
2: Shows you how tough it is. Yeah,
1: I know that there were 26 teams that passed tech. And once you pass tech, so it's, it's kind of a lengthy, lengthy process where they go through and they look at not only your safety gear, you know, mm-hmm. helmets and, and harnesses and everything you're wearing, but they look at the full construction of the vehicle. So, they start with the frame. They take a look at your roll hoop documentation, which is certification of the material you use mm-hmm. and its strengthness. And they make sure that the frame meets all the standards. Then they go through and they check all your safety gear uh, as well as, like, lights. So you have to have a rever- uh, brake light. And if you have reverse, you have to have a reverse light and a reverse horn. So they just check everything out, make sure everything's good with your vehicle. Look at all
2: your welds to make sure you're not a splatter bum, that you're actually a welder.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's
2: why I wouldn't have done it. But They, they want to make
1: sure that nobody's going to get hurt well, yeah. if you put this thing out there.
2: But it also teaches you that if you're going to do it, do it right. Correct. You know, no shortcuts, you know, if it takes a little extra time. Or or if you mess it up, you throw it away and you start over. Because the frustration in building something like this is probably quite high, you know, when you're trying to build something you've never built before, right? Absolutely. Yeah. That's why they have you. How many of you built so far?
1: Well, this is my first. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I'm, I was a senior this semester, this last semester, and, you know, well, it does
2: go to show you that age is no barrier. Exactly. Hey, you're an old guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Steve, I'll take that $5 later. Not, <laughs> not right now. But so since this was your first, was it as rewarding as I'm assuming that it was for you?
1: Absolutely. It was, you know, besides the fact that Steve trusted that we were going to actually produce a vehicle, which I'm sure we didn't give him much reason a majority of the time, but... You know, we committed to go to Arizona and compete. And you did. Passing tech was just a huge emotional, you know, roller coaster, getting through tech. I actually was selected to do the egress from the vehicle. So you've got five seconds to get out of the vehicle. And so the tech is standing in front of you and he'll point left or right. And then you go, you got to. Oh, in
2: the event, maybe you got yourself in a situation and you had needed to get out. And if you couldn't. get, Yeah, that's not good. Well. Yeah. Did you have an in and out burger before you <laughs> took that class?
1: No, they they had all the drivers. There were six of us that, you know, drove on, on our team in the competition. So they had us all lined up. And the, you know, nuances, everyone should do it. But they said, well, I'll just pick one. Okay. So me being the oldest and the biggest guy on the team, I got selected. And uh, I had five seconds in full gear, you know, strapped into the car to, to egress. Yeah. And uh, I got out in just under three seconds. Okay. So we're, yeah. we're good there. Yeah. That's good.
2: So, how many? How many? So you had six drivers.
1: Yeah. So we had twelve. We started out with twelve team members. We went to competition with ten. Uh, only I think eight actually made it to the competition itself. And of that, six of us drove in the competition. Gotcha.
2: And how was that experience?
1: It was. I mean, pretty awesome because we actually were one of the few teams that had multiple drivers. Most teams will pick the smallest, lightest person and build a car around them. Ah, So we had the, when you talk about the reward, the reward for a lot of us was not only going to competition, mm-hmm. but everyone getting an opportunity yeah. to, to do an event.
2: Did you get more points for having a multiple driver vehicle or? No. no. Okay. So no. you were just spreading the love with the team. Exactly. Because, you know, that's one thing I hate about being a crew chief because I want to drive. I don't want to be a crew chief. And off-air, I'll tell you my scenario about that because I can't do it on-air. So, how well did you guys do?
1: So, we had first place in the sled pull event. So, we got uh, a nice trophy for that and and some sponsorship money from Rio Tinto. Uh, we did sixth place in the suspension and traction course. Only seven teams actually completed that course. Uh-huh. So, it's it's grueling. It's not something. I mean, they design it so you don't complete it. So, and you get two opportunities to do each one. We were eighth in the maneuvering and handling course, and only 15 teams completed the maneuvering and handling course. Wow. Now, and they actually did a reset on it because at the beginning of the day, every team was getting disqualified both runs. So, what happens is they were putting both wheels outside of the cones, oh. and then your your run's over. So, after the morning, they reset it and gave everyone else a chance to do it again. Yeah. We didn't run in the morning because we were still... Doing other events but when we ran in the afternoon uh we we finished eighth place in that wow uh acceleration we were 22nd so we were a little slow but we're happy well, but you
2: didn't build it for acceleration exactly yeah because yep. didn't you kind of i mean because you, you can't build one for all you but almost have to pick pick and choose
1: you, you can i mean you've got teams like you know rochester and university of michigan that have oh. got you know but they've got unlimited funds and resources pretty much compared right. to most schools right but you know, there's a fine line between torque and and horsepower. Yeah. You know, with the, with the engine and and trying to get a vehicle that will perform, and, and we chose to go for something with more torque that would do better at you know the the cornering and accelerating out mm-hmm. and climbing a hill and and getting over obstacles.
2: Right. Well, and, I, and torque is king when it comes to that type of stuff Absolutely. as well, because you know top end you definitely lose torque. You yeah. might come out of the hole quick, but you're not going to have any top end because you're going to run out of gear you know quarter way down the, down the track. Um, so that that's, that had to be quite an experience. I mean, you know, and how many days was it?
1: So the event was three days, oh, wow. so we get there. Um, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday is is the main event. Tech starts on Thursday, but mm-hmm. you have to pass tech uh, you know by Friday, and then the event starts Saturday. And then on Sunday is the four-hour endurance race. Whoa. So that's where you line up based on how you did in the acceleration event. Um, That way you don't have, you know, fast cars in the back running people over. Yeah, right. And then four hours, you just go at it on the track. Wow,
2: that sounds like it'd be a blast. I'd do it. Anyway, hey, we're going to take a quick break, but we're going to come back and talk a whole lot more right here on Yak Radio with Dave Stahl on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl, FM 961, AM 1170, The Answer. The segment is brought to you by San Diego Gear and Axle. Anything in the undercarriage, you need any help at all, Steve is the man. Two-wheel, four-wheel, off-road, on-road. Doesn't make any difference. Maybe you want to change the gearing in your vehicle because you're going to start towing a big trailer. Just check out San Diego Gear and Axle at sdgearaxle.com. All right, we got Chad Bear and we've got Steve Saxer. Uh, Chad's retired, and Steve is not. And we're talking about the ASSAE program uh, for engineering at the school. Uh, they were involved in an off-road competition, which they did extremely well.
0: But, Steve, let's talk a little bit about the history. Sure. Um, the SAE Baja competition is now 35 years old. Uh, University of San Diego has been participating f- since 2015 uh, was their first year. Uh, it came about because some students were interested in it and they approached a uh, professor who's no longer with us to sponsor a program and take care of it. And we started at that time building a car uh, from scratch based on the rules and taking it to a competition. And we've continued that. Um, this would be the seventh year coming up. Um, that we go through it and each year it's a little different each team gets a chance to decide whether they want to use the previous year's chassis or they want to build something totally new mm-hmm. this uh this past year because we wanted to go four-wheel drive or chad's team that they were on, were on wanted to go four-wheel drive they had to construct design and construct an entirely new chassis um which i think was a great idea on their mm-hmm. part they get a lot of a lot of hands-on on that i agree um, but it is, it, is a, it is a big deal. They, they have to go through all of it and um, from a hands-on standpoint, from an engineering standpoint, learning to make good decisions about what's the right kind of bolt, what's the right size to use, how do you torque this, what do you torque it to, what kind of steel to use, maybe we should use something other than steel. All of those decisions have to be made by the students. Um, I'm I'm there to be the voice of reason. Make sure there's no uh, blood and broken bones. Um, so far, we're good with that. Good, good. Um, but that's about as far as I can go. I make suggestions, but it's up to them to make all the decisions.
2: Well, it's an engineering experience, but it's also a people experience because you got to be able to work with a cadre of different students from different backgrounds. So you have to gel, and like you said, Steve, you know, you're you're the one herding the cats. Because you've got to get the team to all get on the same page. And was that difficult this year?
1: Well, I think COVID caused a lot of challenges because well, yeah. we weren't in person. So we started out online in the fall semester and so everything was done via Zoom.
2: You gotta be super proud of that. Yeah, I mean, really. I mean that's that is a mainly you, Steve.
0: Well, I I would say that we can't give a big enough shout out to Chad and his family. Chad somehow convinced his wife to give up their garage for four months while she had all of these strange college students uh, invade her house and garage to build a vehicle. She's not using it anyway, right? That's what you told her.
1: Yeah, she wasn't happy about her van being parked in the driveway and getting dirty. For four
2: months, (laughs) so you had to wash it on an occasion. Well, you know, and isn't it funny how things that start in a garage you know whether it be a business or a project and 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 look what you ended up with i mean because your garage is not a full-blown machine shop unless it's
1: it is no it's not
2: yeah not even (laughs) close and i'm sure you only worked until six o'clock at night so not to disturb the wife or the rest of the family
1: yeah, there were a few nights we worked there close till about 8, 8, 8, 30, and, and then the kids had to go to bed, and it's like, all right, we can't be cutting and grinding and welding. It's making too much noise.
2: Right, and then as it got closer to the end, the, it was a little later and a little later
1: a little later. <laughs> and that that's where the weekend work really hit hard because, you know, kids can stay up a little later.
2: Sure, sure. That's so much. That is
0: so That is cool. How many girls? No on girls the on the team this year. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was all males. Like Have you I ever said, had any girls on the team? We've had multiple uh, girls on the team. As both drivers, fabricators, um, designers. Right. This you stay year. T- you stay in touch with these kids? It, I you know, do. I hear it's it's from got a lot of
2: be them. a, co- it's got to be like a, a club, really, when you come right down to it. It, it
0: is. Um, I hear from a lot of them. Obviously, I'm full time at the university, so right. um, I hear back from them all the time. I hear where they're at. You know, I have one student, one former student that was a driver, fabricator, and designer, now works for Blue Origin. Um, wow. I have another from the first year's team works for, uh, SpaceX. No, okay. Well, you gotta be just proud as punch. I, I, mean, I am. And they got these jobs specifically because of the SAE program. Yeah, no,
2: I, I'm a big, big supporter of SAE uh, because we, we need people, guys and girls to do what you guys are doing. So when you're signing these kids up, uh, do you get a, a large people looking into it or do you have to really really go beat the bushes to get kids to sign up for the program?
0: It goes up and down. Some years I've had huge amount of interest. Mm-hmm. Um 16, 18 uh, students on the on the team. Uh 2 years ago, we had six. Uh two girls on that team, but I only had six and then COVID shut the whole thing yeah, down so they right, didn't get a right. chance to do a whole lot. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so it d- it does go up and down.
2: So The butcher over here that cut up all your cars, wouldn't you want to save one, put it on display at the school so kids will walk by and say, hey, what's that? We have one right now. Yeah, that's the winningest
1: buggy that's there right now. So you're not going to
2: cut this one up
1: until (laughs) Uh, next year. Yeah, I'll let next year's team decide that. But until then, it's, it's on display. You're not going to be on a, on the team next year. No, I've graduated.
2: But you can volunteer.
1: I can. I can. I can volunteer. I can assist. Take your wife needed. to Hawaii
2: and then come back and volunteer. It's, it, it works out really well, Steve. Do not guys like him and girls like him. Don't they get sucked back in after they've left?
0: I sure try to suck them back in. Um, for some of them, it's very difficult because well, they of where move their out jobs are and have you. and because well, the other part happens is that the way usd has to operate most of what the students do can only happen during school hours yeah and then most Um, people have to work right and so it's only it's only typically as we get closer to competition that i'll give up my weekends um it also as you said earlier uh i also volunteer for first robotics oh do you so this these two kind of clash for me on weekends um Kinda. but but i will i will gravitate towards the sae team yeah. when they need it uh when okay. they need access to the shop that
2: that's awesome because i mean and and really it's all about volunteering and giving back cuz look at the joy you get from doing this i mean every year you've got stories upon stories upon stories and met some of the greatest kids some you can talk about maybe and some you can't but <laughs> you've got some of the greatest kids Ever that's gone through the program, I'm sure.
0: Oh, absolutely, and and I have I've had students that come through and have specifically joined the SAE team because they're kind of interested in automotive. They really have no experience, right? And we we I throw them ahead first.
2: Yeah, those are the uh, best. And
0: that here it is. This is what you've got to learn, and yeah. you know you've got to learn to weld. You've got to learn to pick the right wrenches. You've got to learn how to do all of this stuff, yeah. how to figure out your suspension geometry. Wow. Uh, and yeah. lots of them get a huge amount out
1: of it.
2: Yeah, no kidding. So, so, it's, so it's what great. was your biggest challenge with this car?
1: I would say the biggest challenge was the people. Really? Yeah. I mean, not not because we weren't all available. You know, that was that was a big part of it. But, you know, a lot of students have full schedules. You know, they're taking 12, 15, 18 oh, units. Oh, yeah. So their ability to commit the time needed for the program wasn't there. Gotcha. So I knew, well, I didn't know, but I, I guessed that, you know, this was going to take a lot more time. And so I arranged my schedule. I took 12 units over winter intercession, So I only had to take nine units in spring. So I had a lot of time myself. More
2: so than the other kids. Right. Yeah. So
1: so I'll, and having everything at my house, too, made it easy for me to do, Kind of the lion's share of the work as well. Yeah. So but I would say the the biggest conflict or or biggest hassle really was just the availability of students. Yeah.
2: What skill did you learn from this? Patience. That you didn't (laughs) yeah, that you didn't know before. Yeah. Patience not only with the car but with the students, right? And your everyday I won't say your wife because she's probably listening and she'll kill me if I said that, but you know, but you know again. Behind every successful guy is a, a very supportive wife. So,
1: yeah, and she was very supportive of my military career. You know, I did twenty four years in the Navy, so she's used to, you know, oh, you're being just there. Behind her through me that, all the paces. Yeah, huh? exactly. Her she,
2: Christmas and birthdays <laughs> and anniversaries. must be
1: awesome. <laughs> it was just an, another thing for her to be okay. Like I'll help you out. What do you need?
2: Isn't that so, cool? That, that is awesome. so cool. That is great. So, well, you know, like I said, yeah, and going back to the history of it how, how did this how does the school uh, look at this program i mean do they look at it favorably
0: are they able to support you with in the in the ways that you want to be supported well the school the school does look on it favorably because we've had a very very good experience out mm-hmm. of it um we don't get we get very little financial support from the school right uh the team has to raise all of their own support um, and that's not really a bad
2: thing either, really, when you come right down to it. No. I know the one the one you mentioned in, in Detroit, Michigan, or wherever it is in Michigan, and they have unlimited amount of funds. I think it needs to be a little tougher than that, don't you think?
1: Yeah. I mean, it would be nice to, if, you know, the wealth was shared evenly, but what are you going to learn if money's just handed to you if you don't go out and look for it?
2: Right. And it teaches you to go talk to potential sponsors. And, 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 and I think
1: networking is is the huge part and and for younger people that don't quite understand the networking aspect yeah they've got social media and friends but they don't really understand networking so that that helps build that and that networking can lead to jobs when they're when they're done with their education and
2: you're physically standing in front of somebody not on the internet not sending an email i hate when somebody says well i try to get a job i says well did you go see him no i sent him an email well that's motivated you know I mean, hello, and then the way – but don't, don't get me off on employment because kids show up in flip-flops, shorts, and a tank top, I mean, and they want to be the CEO. Um, so the fact that the it's good that the school does support you – and I'm just going to throw this out there. Does the local media help you guys out in any way, shape, or form? Any other TV stations, radio stations? Because they're listening, so I'm going to guilt them a little bit.
1: You know, honestly, we didn't reach out to any of them, which is our fault. Other than you and in KUSI, yeah. we've had no contact with the media. Yeah. Well, I'll you know, help you with that. I Cause, appreciate Because that. that's
2: the other thing. To me, I, I don't have any hard feelings against anybody out there doing radio and TV because I think everybody, you know, I, I think there should be as many as possible. Because the more out there, because we're all different. We all listen to different people. We all listen to different views and ideas. And I absolutely love what I do. I, I mean, I love it to death. So, And I don't have a problem sharing my contacts with you or anybody else that's doing such a good thing. Um, any recruiting? Do you guys ever go into any high schools? Uh, I know with COVID, it, it was probably a little difficult. I get this get this cute little smile over here. Because, you know, that's where it really needs to start. It needs to start as far back as grammar school, really, and junior high and high school. You Know not only to recruit them to come to the school, but to recruit them into this program.
1: So, I'm not aware of any high school yeah. recruiting. I know you know at the Alcala Bazaar on campus, they'll recruit for different clubs and sure. programs. Yeah, um, but again, that's on campus. There are high schools that do come and tour the campus, uh-huh. but as far as like the Shali Marcos School of Engineering reaching out to high school programs. I'm not aware of any yeah. of that existing. Well,
2: and, and I really, I almost knew that they didn't. But back in the day, when I was a service manager, you know, all of us car dealers, we'd get together and we'd put a, a trade fair on at the high school. You, you probably remember, you know, and we'd set up the trade fairs, and kids would come by, and you know, they'd be looking at what you got, and you know, and, and you'd have to explain to them what the school was all about. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about how you can support their team next year. And uh, there'll be all kinds of ways to do it, and it doesn't always have to mean a writing a check. It could be materials. It could be, you know, uniforms, helmet. It could be anything and everything you can imagine, and we're going to talk to you about that. And uh, Chad's got a pretty good long list of sponsors. So that'll probably take another hour, but that's okay. We'll be able to get it through right here on Yak Radio with Dave Stahl, FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to Act Radio with Dave Stahl right here on FM one AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by John's Automotive Import Repair, 7447 University Avenue, Napa Auto Care, A C certified. Nobody does it better, and his warranty is good, clear across the continental United States. All right, hey, we've got Chad Bear and Steve, Steve Saxer. Steve is the mechanical engineering lab manager, for the Shiley-Marcus School of Engineering at University of San Diego. And they participated in the SAE off-road event and did extremely well considering, uh, well, it's your seventh time doing it. But, Steve, you really didn't do any hands-on. You basically just s- supervised,
0: right? I am specifically prohibited yeah, from doing any hands-on. Doesn't that drive uh, you crazy? It absolutely drives me crazy. Um <laughs> And, you know, one of the things I have to do is I tr- I have to try and communicate to the incoming team what the challenges from the previous teams are, because the way uh, USD has handled the team in the past, it's only ever been seniors. We're now trying to change oh. that and recruit starting at the, at the uh, first year level Excellent. to keep some of the history, but... Every year is a little different. This year, as Chad was saying, when the suspension course, we had a step-up. And you think, you know, a lot of people look at a step-up and go, okay, that's a little bump in the road. You just hump it up. We're we're having cars that have eight inches of clearance, and you're going over 24-inch diameter telephone poles. And you've got three of those that you have to get up to get to the top of this step-up. Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah, that's with a little 10-horsepower engine. That's a lot of work. That's a challenge. All right, because I don't want
2: it to forget that. Why don't you rattle off some of the great sponsors that helped you get to that program this year?
1: All right, so we had kind of two different categories of sponsors. So we had people that just did financial donations, Mm -hmm. and then we had people that provided materials or discounts on materials. So I'll go through the financial first. We had Terrible Herbst, the Pennington family, the Power family, Betty Milne, the Libman Company, John McNally, Robert and Pamela Siegel, uh, Shauna Fortuna, Sarah Miller, Kirk Wiles, Luis Finol, Arson Iskakov, Is- Is- Anton Navazal, Max Bow, Mariana Vajna, Bob David, Jacob Solis, Shane Boist, Sergeant Aleksev, Davian Conja, Michael Twist, Charlie Penn, Byron Kohi, and Jacob Van Malden. Oy. Some of those are family members. Some of those are members of the team. Right, and some of these are sponsors that have been supporting us throughout the years. Mm-hmm. They believe in the program. Basically. Absolutely.
2: Hey, what about the other guys?
1: So our equipment and material sponsors, a Small Engine Warehouse uh, gave us a 50% discount on our transmission and differential, wow. which is great. That saved us over $500. Uh, precision Race Development, which is in Santee, mm-hmm. they assisted us with the fabrication of the frame and the A-arms. So Kurt and Sammy there did an awesome job. Uh, far out fabrication. So Jerry, who passed away earlier this year, and his son, Tori, They actually donated a welder and a weld table to us, uh, which was a huge part of being able to work on this at my house. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, that was a huge donation. Wow. Uh, Green Ball Tire gave us a tire sponsorship for the Dirt Commander Tires. Car Tech uh, were suspension bearings and uh, misalignment spacers. Bentelli with a seat. Auto Power, again, a local company, uh, provided us a, a great discount on the harnesses and arm restraints. Fox Racing, as you know, nobody does suspension better than them. Nobody. Uh, JBA Speed Shop, who's yep. also local here, gave us a discount on some of our safety gear. Jay Biddle. Yep, Jay Biddle in Austin. Uh, one of my buddies, Jovan, did our T-shirts and the body wrap for our car. Uh, Alberto Garcia is uh, my friend's dad. He actually helped us with some of the welding at my house. He's a retired NASCO welder, yep. and he came out of retirement to get some excitement and Make some arcs and sparks. (laughs) Um, Trek Bonita actually helped us out. The Trek store, we need some bicycle parts for this car, believe it or not. So a throttle cable and the barrel adjusters for the ends Uh, of the throttle cable are just a standard, you know, bicycle cable. Yeah. So we use that. And then uh, Bill and Pat with Gauged Engineering, we had a last-minute kind of issue with our CBT uh, with our belts and making the engine and, and transmission fit in the frame right. They were able to provide us with the belts right away. And support with our CVT there at competition. They actually were there. Wow, that's amazing.
2: Okay, so I'm going to tell you, like I tell all the other kids, I know you can't do it next year, but Steve, get a food sponsor. <laughs>
0: <Get> <laughs> Absolutely, food
2: sponsor. yeah, Chick fil A, In and Out, Pizza, something. I know with First Robotics, they eat pizza like it's like it's nobody's business. Well, and that's that's a really impressive list of, of volunteers, you know, financial as well as uh, parts. That's really good. Absolutely. So, again, you're you're probably already on the fundraising trail as we speak. Even though you say you're not going to be there next year, oh, I'm still going to be participating behind doing. the scenes. You got to. So, and and the thing about sponsorship, I always love it. How much you gonna do? You need how much you got? Yep. You know, a penny to a million. I don't care, right? Because it's got a big enough body panels on it. We can get you all on there absolutely Even yeah, I mean, if it was, might be a little small but that's okay <laughs> but i think i think it's huge and and, and wouldn't it be a tax write-off yes because so they are
0: donating to the school um which is a non yeah so there you go so there there's really no
2: negative as to why you know why you can't you know you know step up and five dollars or maybe if you want to give twenty dollars a month or a hundred dollars a month you know you
0: guys will pretty much take take money any any way shape or form right we, we certainly will. The, the The program can be relatively expensive. Uh, two years ago, we traveled to Rochester, New York. Um, the year before haul, that. And you had to haul the car? Yeah, I, I spent four days with a couple of students hauling that car to Rochester, New you York. Drove, you drove it across? Drove it across. Uh, but we had to rent a truck uh, to pull our big trailer that we have that I got through donations to the team. I have a, a 16-foot trailer that we haul the car in. We've been to Oregon with it. Uh, a couple of times up to Gorman. We were in, in Arizona for the last one. Uh, so there's some big expenses, not only in the car, but hotel bills, food bills, sure. fuel bills. Uh, all of that kind of stuff adds up for us uh, you made everybody
2: sleep in the same room?
0: I don't uh, this year because normally I actually make off uh, four students at a timeshare room. But this year, because of COVID, I, I, uh, I had to go down to two. But that made my travel costs go up a little bit more. I know, I know.
2: Well, back in the day when I was racing... You know, everybody slept in one room. Okay, I didn't make a difference, male or female. You all slept in the same room because we didn't have any money. Well, you know. So, what? What are you look? Are you? Would you be looking say for a tow vehicle?
0: I don't think so. I I think that. How about get
2: one volunteer just for
0: the? Well, volunteer would be good. Actually, for this year, Chad volunteered his truck, and I finally. Well, of uh, course he did. Yes, exactly. (laughs) I actually had to talk him out of it. One of the reasons being that if we rent a truck and something goes wrong, somebody else comes out and gives us another one. Yeah, right. uh, And we and we continue hauling it in. Gotcha. Um, And it and it's not it's not super expensive. Um, Well, it it is an expense. How big a trailer? uh, Sixteen
2: foot. I just, my the girl, my co-host on the racer show, I talked her into going to RV America, you know, 1-800-RV-AMERICA. And she did the whole series last year, and they gave her a coach every that's weekend great. just so that she could go, and we pl- plugged the you-know-what out of it. So there's all kinds. So that's where you and us need to get together because I can help you every way, shape, or form as far as marketing and, and getting the word out and, and helping out. Because I got to tell you, folks, when you donate to a program like this, it's got to be the most rewarding thing because you never know, as Steve mentioned, where these kids will end up. And just because of your small donation or large, you know, you don't, you just have no idea what you're going to do to that, that child's life in his or
0: her future, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And that's why you do what you do. It, it is because I put in fair amount of late hours and weekends. You probably could have retired, huh? Um, I, I could, but I like, I like working at the school. Um, I like doing what I'm doing, teaching well, the kids a skill. Yeah. Um, I, I really enjoy that. Well, see, so I like of time I of mean, that.
2: I'll, I'll never retire. What's retiring? Sitting home and watching TV or plucking around the yard. No, I, I like dealing with guys like you and I've really, really enjoy doing this. I, I know when I told Chad that I wanted to do it, he kind of looked at me like a whole hour of radio, you know, we're going to talk a whole hour on this. <laughs> I said, how long did it take you to build a car? You know, it didn't take just a few minutes to build a car. And to me, the, the beauty is when you guys go home, you'll say, oh, I should have said this, or I should have said that, or I should have said this, or I forgot to talk about this. But that's okay because this isn't a one-shot deal. I'm here every Sunday. So we can always put something else together, um, anything lasting that uh, chad that you wanted to get out that maybe we didn't quite hit on
1: yeah i just like to give a couple shout outs so first to elisa lurkus she handled all the financial end with our fundraising and helped us out getting in contact with some of the sponsors great so she did an awesome job taking care of us uh sam burt he also works at the machine shop at the university of san diego very humble guy he'll tell you all he does is sweep the floors but anyone that's been there knows way better than that yeah and then of course our advisor steve Saxer, who you know, we gave him lots of reasons to not believe in us, but he still did, and, and we made it to competition. Yeah. And he could have pulled the plug at any time, but he didn't. So, yeah. you know, we all appreciate giving that, that extra oomph at the the final minute to Well, isn't to that get what there. it takes?
2: The leader, you know, if you believe in the leader and the, ble- the leader believes in you, you'll give anything. Absolutely. You know, a lot of that has to do with your military service, and thank you for that because, uh, you know, that's one thing you do learn if you learn nothing else in the military and teamwork and working with others and getting the job done absolutely yeah, there's none of this i don't want to do it steve last words for you
0: um you know i'd like to say that i'm i'm uh, very thankful you had us on oh, get my the partner. word out about our program yeah um come by if, if anybody that comes by the university to take a look at the grounds our beautiful school come into the charlie marco school of engineering we proudly put this car on display right in the lobby of the engineering school
2: well let's keep it there until chad gets his torches out and starts <laughs> whacking on it again uh all right so is there an email or a website that somebody could go to if they want more information probably not um, dead silence they,
0: they actually if they really wanted more information i'm the full-time contact so they could get me at at diego.edu. at sandiego.edu that's s-s-a-x-e-r at sandiego.edu
2: all right buddy appreciate you guys it's been great Folks, that's Yak Radio, but don't go anywhere. You ought to know right around the corner. FM 961AM 1170, the answer.
1: Program is sponsored by Dave Stahl.